0: Our text for this evening's sermon is from the reading uh, that we heard from Luke 21. Jesus says, but watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth, but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. God's grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Stay awake, Jesus says. And today we are taught that in Jesus Christ, by having faith in him, we are awake and spiritually ready for his return at any day. So stay awake. Jesus instructs us today in this reading to stay awake, to keep watch. Many times, sleep is what we want. We physically get tired, mentally and physically. We're worn out. Many times after a long day, the only thing that sounds good is to lay down and sleep. But of course, Jesus is not talking about that kind of sleep tonight, but a spiritual sleep. What are the things then we ask that lead to spiritual sleep? What are the things that lull us into a spiritual sleep, a spiritual laziness? Jesus says, stay awake, stay faithful, beware of a spiritual falling asleep. In Jesus' lesson today, he speaks of two extreme things to be on the lookout for. Jesus says to be on the lookout for being your hearts weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the cares of this life. So what is dissipation and drunkenness? And what are the cares of this life that we need to be on the lookout for that we don't fall asleep? Well, with regular sleep, there are some things that help us stay awake. Being a college student, I remember how good a friend I had in good old caffeine. Favorite of many college students, or even then when I would go work at FedEx in the third shift, caffeine was a common friend on those nights. I would try to stay awake. Staying awake can also be a challenge mentally. Watching a fast-paced action movie right before bed gets the mind going, the adrenaline pumping, and you just can't go to sleep. Your mind is activated. There are ways to stay awake with our bodies and our minds, to fight the physical and mental need for our bodies to sleep. But Jesus says there's a sleep that you need to fight against even when you're tired. The sleep that doesn't threaten your body, now anyway. A sleep that doesn't bother you mentally, for now anyway. But a sleep that is spiritual, a sleep that can seem sometimes what you really need. But in reality, this sleep is very dangerous. The warning that Jesus first gives is to be wary of dissipation and drunkenness. Now, being the college student with caffeine in one hand and coffee in the other, I never learned what dissipation was. So I was kind of curious, what does Jesus mean by dissipation and drunkenness? It's an odd word combination in the New Testament. It doesn't, this is the only place it happens. But in Greek, it's literally Beware that you're not drunken with drunkenness. So it is what it sounds like. Don't get drunk. Drunkenness from drinking too much alcohol or drugs. Dissipation is when you lose control of your faculties. And if you remember, the fruit, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. So you can see why drunkenness is such a spiritual danger. It's because it works directly against that fruit of the Holy Spirit of self-control. This understanding of dissipation and drunkenness is at least what Jesus means. Being drunk is sinful. Drinking alcohol, wine, or beer in excess when it prevents you from fulfilling your vocation your vocation of being a wife or a husband or taking care of your kids or being able to function at work, even just being able to deal with life if you turn to the bottle when life gets difficult. This is the most basic understanding of this warning, drunkenness. Historically, during Advent, the church fasts. One of the things that the church historically fasts from during Advent is alcohol. Because it's a reminder of this reading from Luke 21 when Jesus gave such a stern warning. You don't want to be drunk when Jesus returns. How embarrassing and even detrimental to your eternal well being that would be. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that Jesus says helps you stay awake. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that fights against drunkenness or taking things into your body in excess. Fasting is an intentional holding back. Some people completely avoid alcohol during Advent as a reminder of staying awake. People also during Advent will fast from rich foods until Christmas Day. Because even now, our world is already gorging itself on celebrations and rich foods. They're finding comfort and pleasures in the things of this life that, in our reading, Jesus said, everything's going to be burned away. And so, historically, Christians have avoided big, rich meals during Advent because overeating is a kind of drunkenness. The purpose of fasting is to remind you not to look to food, alcohol, money, leisure. These are not a way to deal with the difficulties of life. There's nothing wrong with the right use of alcohol, wine, and these gifts of God. There's nothing wrong with the right use of of these in life. They are a gift of God. But when you find rest in them, That this is where you go when life is overwhelming, then you can see you're going to these things instead of going to Christ. You cannot numb yourself and think that that's going to take care of your problems. The only solution to an overwhelming life is to hear the promises of Jesus when he says, I will not give you more than you can handle to trust Jesus when he says, look at the sparrows. They don't worry. They don't run around going crazy, worried about what God is going to provide for them. Look at the flowers of the field, Jesus says. They don't worry about making clothes or buying the latest fashions and yet your heavenly father takes care of them. The antidote to when we feel burdened and heavy laden is not to run to the bottle. It's to confess our sins of doubting and hearing Jesus' comforting forgiveness. That in the gospel, when Jesus forgives you your worries and your doubts, he's actually giving you the Holy Spirit to keep you awake. He says, come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He doesn't say, I will put you to sleep. So we can even find rest, but yet still be awake. In drunken drunkenness, dissipation and drunkenness, we try to numb ourselves, to forget our problems. But there's also the problem of being too concerned with the cares of this life. That's the second warning that Jesus gives. He says in drunkenness, you try to forget everything, try to be numb. But Jesus says, don't don't let your heart be weighed down with the cares of this life. That's almost like the other side of the the road, the ditch on the other side. Going from trying to numb yourself so you don't care about anything to being too concerned about the things of this life. That instead of numbing ourselves, we worry. Jesus warns, he says, don't get caught up in the cares of this life. Because what did he say in our reading? "Don't, Don't weigh your heart down in the cares of this world because that day will come upon you like a trap. Jesus says the cares of this life, the things we see with our eyes that get our attention, it's like a mouse trap. All that the mouse sees before he's caught in the trap is the cheese, and that's all he wants. There's no pause, there's no prayer, there's no consideration. The only thing the mouse sees is the cheese. And suddenly, it's dead. So don't get too focused on the things of this life that you forget that indeed all these things will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus says. The cares of this life, even though they get our attention so much, like the cheese and the trap, even though we need to address things in our life, be faithful in our vocation, we are to look to God at all times. Don't get too distracted when your crosses and burdens become heavy. We should be able to let things go. Imagine worrying about everything that could go wrong. You would be, well, you'd be awake, but You'd be more like a a zombie. You'd be asleep, dead. Thinking that it's all up to you to make everything happen just right, especially during the holidays. Thinking it's up to us to just make our celebrations perfect. But no, Jesus says everything will be destroyed. The things you worry so much that the devil sets as a trap. Jesus says, trust me. The only thing that will remain, Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. And a discipline of praying helps us to not jump, to take time in life when we do get worried that the first thing you should do is pray, because not only is fasting a Lenten spiritual discipline, but also increased prayer time helps you to spiritually stay awake. Prayer will help you spiritually to not let the cares of this life become a trap that the devil catches you in. Jesus can say all of this. He can promise that even when you have fallen into a spiritual nap, Jesus says he can keep, keep us awake. Jesus says, even when you've fallen into a trap, when you fall for temptation to become too concerned with things in this life, Jesus says, I forgive you. That he calls us to come to him. In our reading today, he says, be sure you stay awake so you can stand before the son of God when he arrives, that you can stand. You're not laying down asleep. You're not passed out. But his gospel is that which forgives you and keeps you awake. That's what he means to be able to have strength to escape this world and everything that's falling apart in front of us. All of these things Jesus can promise. He says, you can stand strong on that last day when all the things you've thought would never disappear, when the sun stops burning, when it falls, when the moon is no longer in the sky and the stars come down. Jesus says, you will stand. You will stand and be ready to receive your Lord. All of this Jesus can promise, he can promise you. Because he allowed our sins to weigh him down, to weigh his heart all the way to death. He took all of your sins upon himself, your drunkenness, your doubts, all the things that you stay awake at night worrying about. Jesus on the cross takes all of it. He dies with it and he's raised to show you these sins are not greater than him. The things you worry about are not stronger than him. Even now, Jesus says, you know the kingdom of God is near. Jesus comes here to meet you, not not to trap you, but to forgive you. To make sure that you escape all these things that are going to happen, not by your strength, not by your might, but by his spirit. So what would be the spiritual caffeine? What is it that keeps us awake? Of course, it's his Holy Spirit. It's his word that we hear. It's his body and blood forgiving you. It is your prayers based on the promises that he gives you where you find rest. Fasting that helps you avoid the food coma or the passing out keeps you from being drunk on the things of this world. All these things Jesus gives you to wake you from your slumber, to keep you sharp, to keep you ready for his return, so you may stand strong. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.